and welcome to another edition of Player Interviews presented by Inside the Hashes. My name is Juan Pablo Guarín Camargo, and today we're talking with Cade Klubnik, rising junior quarterback out of Westlake High School, Texas. Now in speaking with Cade, we dove deep into his mental preparation as a quarterback, his quick rise in the national radar, his dedication to giving back to his community, and just so much more. And with all that said, let's jump into it. Every single site I've read, you're described as a pro-style quarterback, but you've described yourself as a as a pocket passer that's mobile for a lot yes, so can, can, can you kind of like tell me like well, how is that different is that different from being a pro style quarterback or is that exactly what it is um i mean i think i think a lot of pro style guys are kind of bigger guys that kind of you know can sit in the pocket but not really move around like they're not the best at you know splitting it down the middle and running it for 70 yards you know yeah um but like dual threats you know they can you know they can run better than anybody that i think a pro style is you know a guy that's you know really sitting in the pocket and really good at their reads and really good at throwing the ball and can make all the throws from the pocket um but i i mean i i kind of call myself i i say i'm a pro style but i'm you know i don't like to call myself a dual threat because i think a lot of dual threat quarterbacks um in high school are a lot of just running quarterbacks so i don't really like to call myself that i, I call myself that i'm a pro style but i'm mobile because i can you know, I can I can run. Like if if I need to scramble, you know, I'm I'm like a pretty fast guy, so I can like you know I can get out of there and you know go make a play with my legs if I need to. So, but if I you know if I'm getting out of the pocket and I felt pressure and I'm scrambling, you know my eyes are still downfield first and I'm not looking to just run. So I think that's why I call myself pro style. It's mobile. You cited your speed. Yeah, I saw like on your forty uh, four six six, right? Yes, sir. That's one hell of a speed, my man. <laughs> um, let me ask you, like in terms of pro style, how would you really categorize yourself? Like for me, there's four types of quarterback. There's a gunslinger who can throw, who throws it up into the air for a fifty-fifty chance, no matter what. The field general who constantly analyzes and changes. A game manager who lets his playmakers make the play and just tees up the opportunities. Or you, you're the playmaker yourself, where you just kind of make magic out of whatever you have. Yeah, I'd say a combination between the second and the last one. I mean, honestly, like I think um, I also love to get the ball to my playmakers at the same time, though. Um, so I said second and third and fourth. So I mean, I think I think I can make plays on my own, but I I know I know what um, I know what reading the defense is really really well, and I I study the game a lot, so I really sit back there and read it out and. Um, most of the time I make good decisions. I had a 77.3 completion rate last year, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, it's pretty good. I think I'm really good at making good decisions so I can sit back there. But at the same time, like, if I'm feeling something, feeling some pressure, and I'm seeing one-on-ones or something, like, I, I, I'm going to get it to my playmakers. I want to touch back about your, uh, you know, in a lot of your interviews, you cited that your arm strength, and your accuracy are some are your your best qualities as a passer. What would you say is a part of your game that you personally feel like you need to work on? Yeah, I mean honestly, since last season, the most important thing I've been working on is um, it's not running from ghosts in the pocket. Mm. You know, I uh, last last year I got a tendency of um, you know I, I would sit in there and I would just you know I was a young quarterback on varsity and there's you know the size difference on on the O line and D line is much bigger than freshmen. So I mean I would I would. I would escape too early sometimes when there was nothing nothing coming at me. So just I've really been focused on just pocket movements and staying in the pocket and staying strong and um, hold my ground and um, stuff like that. Yes, sir. And how is it that you've been working on that about like not falling for ghosts in the pocket? 
Um, I've been doing a lot of uh, trills, um, and with my with with other QBs, we do a lot of um, uh, and with our O line, just like with drills, like every day we just work on them and uh, feeling pressure and just getting around it and staying staying secure, staying our, keeping our feet downfield, ready to throw at all times. So we're always, you know, we never go out there and run uh, routes on air and we just do a three step drop and throw the ball. I'm always doing pocket movements, adjusting to defense alignment coming at me and then making the throw because never in a game are you just going to go one, two, three balls gone. Mm-hmm. So always, always being ready to throw whenever stuff comes at you. You know, you cited your completion percentage for last year, like just, just at 77%, you know, accuracy in a quarterback is just something that you're kind of, you kind of have, or you don't. And how, for you, have you been able to work on like improving your accuracy? Were, were you always able to just hit a target or did that take time? Um, I mean, I've always been, um, pretty good at throwing the ball. I mean, I played quarterback my whole life since I was three years old. I've, I've always been uh, pretty good at it, but honestly, like we went through one on ones yesterday, and like you can just like I could just tell like for myself like we, I have thrown four days a week since this whole quarantine started every single week, and like you know hour and a half, four days a week for however many months that's been like it that that's what gets you accurate is putting in the work and. You know, throwing to your guys and not just throwing to a bunch of random kids um, from different schools. It's throwing to your guys and throwing to my receivers and getting the timing down. And, you know, after hundreds of hours and throwing to them, you know, I definitely develop that accuracy for each one of them. And I know how fast they're going to run this route and when they're going to step. And so it definitely it definitely helps a lot. Um, just, you know, always working my craft every day and going to throw with my guys. Yeah, I would say just always... Throwing, throwing all the time, you know, practice makes perfect, and it's really true, especially with throwing the football. So you can imagine, especially because like the cannon that you got propped as a, as an arm, man. Like, what's the farthest that you've been able to throw a ball? Um, the farthest I've ever been able to throw, I threw sixty five um one time. Um, I've only, I haven't actually seen how far I can throw in a while. I threw sixty five like right before COVID hit. Is there like a is there like a a limit that you want to reach in terms of distance thrown? Like, is there any? Um, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, never in a real game are you gonna throw it sixty five yards in high school. True that. So I'm I'm really just working on, you know, yeah. I mean, it's it, it'd be cool to throw sixty five yards, but you know, that's that's honestly not my biggest my biggest um, thing that I'm working on right now. So In Westlake, I know you guys run the spread down there a lot, which is a lot of shotgun work. Um, if the situation were to put you under center, do you think that you can run an offense under center or like do you need more reps in that? I haven't run under center since Pop Warner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten under, under under center since Pop Warner, but I mean, I, I, I definitely think like I could, I could do it on an offense in college. I don't know. I feel like college coaches are so good. I mean, they can take any quarterback and make them be able to do it and teach them the offense. So um, I think I think it take a little bit, and but I think I can. I think I could be able to do it. A lot of people don't know that, like playing under center versus playing shotgun is like a totally different like style of play and mindset. Can you kind of like break down the difference for me real quick? Well, honestly, I mean, I'd love to answer that question, but honestly, I like, don't really know just because mm. I'm I only have been in shotgun like my whole life, pretty much. And, you know, Pop Warner football is not a lot of throwing the football. I wish I could answer that, but I really can't. It's all right. Because I, I honestly don't know a whole lot about under center. Kind of take me to, like, you know, you grew up in the football Arcadia that is the state of Texas. 
and you know producing major talents uh you know in history <laughs> so uh i want to ask you like what was it like growing up and just and surrounded by nothing but the pigskin football man oh man i mean it's it's all you've ever wanted to do it's all i've ever wanted to do since i was little i mean my dream my whole life's been to, you know first of all step on the westlake field and put on that put on that w and play in front of our stadium and all those fans i mean that's all you want to do growing up and, but my biggest dream has been to, to play college football one day and um thankfully that's hopefully going to be able to come true i mean um i've been blessed to have some offers throughout throughout the last couple months so it's been it's been really fun i'm really excited about next season uh but i mean it's just so fun growing around that uh football atmosphere and especially in westlake because westlake is just such a tight community um you know it's like everybody everybody shows up everybody in westlake shows up to the games like it's it's just so fun being able to step on the field and everybody's there cheering you on and it's 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 just such like it's it's really it's just like a family at Westlake, so it's it's a blast. You said that you you you've had a football in your hand since you were three. Who was it that really got you into the game in the first place, though? Um, my my dad. I mean, he he didn't play football in in high school or college. He played basketball actually, but um, I mean, he loves football. His parents didn't let him play, but I mean, he loves football. And I mean, I played basketball and I played baseball too. But I started. I didn't, I didn't play tackle. I, I, play, I started playing tackle in fifth grade, mm-hmm. but I, I played flag football um, in third. I mean, when I, when I, started, I started playing at three or four years old, so that was, like, like super fun. Uh, I say I've been playing football since I was three years old. Say I've been playing quarterback since I was three years old. <laughs> so that, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, but definitely my dad. He definitely got us into that. Um, but he never like, – he's never been the type to – He's never forced anything on me or any of my siblings when it comes to sports. He's always let let us be able to free freely choose whatever we want to do, and that's awesome. That's awesome um, that he's just been able to do that. He never forced us to play football or basketball or any sport. He just let us do whatever we want. And I fell in love with the game of football, and he's been right by my side all the way through it. So you sure. mentioned you mentioned you had siblings. How many do you have? I have three siblings. Um, my oldest brother is twenty six. He actually played rugby at uh, Westlake. He was really, really good. <laughs> and then he's at film school in Florida. Oh, nice. And then my sister graduated from Texas A&M, not this year, but last year, mm-hmm. and has been working at um, Dell um, in Austin. And then my other brother is 22, and he played uh, receiver at Westlake and broke all the receiving records. And then Went and played, uh, went and played football at Yale, and broke every receiving record there. So, um, he's he's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the, so you're the youngest of the bunch, Edison. Then. Yes, sir, I am. And you know, growing up, being like the youngest, like, have you ever felt like you've had to fight for your own and like establish yourself, or has it always been like a fair relationship between between you four? Oh yeah, definitely have to fight for everything. We're, <laughs> we're very, we're we're definitely when it comes to literally anything, we're the most competitive people ever, and we get in arguments over the stupidest things when it comes to competitions. Um, <laughs> so we're, I mean, whether it's my mom, dad, or sister, literally anybody, we're all very competitive. You always got to fight for everything. Um, so I think that's it's it's honestly really fun. Just, you can tell everybody loves loves to compete, and everybody everybody in my family's athletic. Not necessarily like huge time athletes, but like everybody in my family is athletic. I, you know, we went to the beach a couple weeks ago, and 
we brought like uh, football, paddle ball, frisbees, uh, and like we look at everybody else on the beach and they're just laying down on their butts. Like, <laughs> like my mom like took a picture. And it's like I don't know another family that would take all of this to the beach. So it's pretty funny. It's, it's fun though. You went down to Florida, right? Yes, sir. I went to I went to Florida and then we went to St. John. I went to Florida with some friends and then I went to St. John with my family. You, you mentioned your brother, wide receiver, played for Yale and broke receiving records in high school and college. What did he told you about the college experience when it came to being an athlete and a student? Well, I mean, Yale, Yale, they don't really give you a whole lot. I mean, he, uh, when it comes to helping out with school, you're 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 a full time student, none other than everybody else there. Uh, but obviously, like football, you would not have gotten into there without football. Um, but he, I mean, he, it's hard, you know. It, it's definitely a job, um, as a lot of people have said. Like college football and being a student athlete in college, it, it's a job. All those hours and all that work. Um, but he he loved it. I mean, he he loved it more than anything. And um, yeah, I mean, he he doesn't regret anything he's done. Definitely all that hard hard work that he paid off. Or all the all those hours he put in definitely paid off. So, and then, you know him being a wide receiver and you being a quarterback has he has like him being able to play wide receiver taught you anything about you know being a better quarterback for wide receivers or something about the position that gives you an advantage? I mean, he actually played quarterback um, until junior year of high school, um, and then him and Sam Ellinger, mm-hmm. if you ever heard of him, mm-hmm. uh, competed, and then Reed switched to receiver and. Broke all their student records in two years, and him and Sam were like, you know, the duo of Texas. Um, so they're still really, really good friends. But I don't, I don't really know. If, I mean, he's he's helped me out with some stuff, but um, I wouldn't say he's really given me a huge advantage. I think just being able to like have that experience, though, um, definitely has helped me. Though. I'll I'll come back to talking about college like in a bit, but I kind of want to like, backtrack a little back to Westlake. I know we got a little sidetracked there. You talked about like you know wanting to have played for Westlake and and wanting to like you know play play football there. How hard was it to make that roster at Westlake, being that it has produced quite a bit of talent at the QB position? Hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my whole life I've wanted to start at Westlake and. Um, that it doesn't, you don't just show up and do it. You know, you don't just show up and Coach Dodge goes, all right, you're a starter. It's every single day you step on the field and it's a new day and you have to be better than the three guys next to you. Um, no matter what you're doing, whether it's warm ups, whether it's routes on air, whether it's team, it's like every little thing that you do has got to be perfect. And um, it's, it's definitely a very, very, very big grind. Um, and it's, it, it it can be a roller coaster sometimes, you know. Because mm-hmm. um, last year, I mean, last year I was competing for the job until week eight, until the season that I got hurt. But uh, you know, I mean, it's it's like every time that you stepped on the field, it it was like every every time you stepped on the practice field, it determined how well. If I did good that day, it showed that I was going to play more that Friday. Mm-hmm. If I didn't do good that day, then I wasn't going to play as much on that Friday. So it was like every day I had to be the best I could be so I could actually go play. So I think that honestly made me so much better. It's just always competing literally every day. Um, so, yes, sir. I think that definitely also prepared me for for this year. And just I, I'm never the type of person to take days off, especially in practice. You know, 
Um, I know some people can get, get, get a big head and think, oh, yeah, they're the stuff now. But um, I think once I actually started some, picking up some offers, that literally pushed me more than anything because I know I have to prove myself now. And I've been working my butt off every day. Then the position, you know, like as much as it is about the physical aspects of the game, accuracy, being able to run, throwing, it's also about the mental aspect of the game. So I want to ask you, like, what are some of the mental exercises that you've put yourself through to try to train your mind when it comes to information processing and decision making? During the season, we probably watch about three hours of film a day, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's before, in the middle, or at lunch, or um, after school. And then and then I'm watching more film on my own. I'm watching film now, and that season I haven't even started yet. Like, I was just always watching film. Like, you you got to learn to love to watch film because you can learn so much from it. And I already have learned so much from it. And just watching your mistakes can make you so much better and watching things you did good can make you so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely just say, you know, always always watching so much film and, and then going and doing it. And Coach Dodge says, dream dream the beautiful dream um, whenever we have a Thursday, Thursday night uh, meetings um, for Friday games. And mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty much Thursday night, you're sitting in your bed and envision – everything that you're going to do perfectly on Friday. And it's like, as a QB, I would, you know, stand up in my room and like say, all right, run this play. <laughs> and I'd, I'd close my eyes and I'd visualize the defenders doing this and this. And then I, you know, just getting mental reps without even having a screen or a freaking football team in front of you. You can get so many reps just in your head. And um, I think that definitely just like being able to, get reps so nobody else is around mental reps are the most important reps honestly so you know you you said like the mental reps and you practice uh is there anyone that you uh model your game after on the pro level whether it's drew Brees or aaron Rodgers? like is there anyone that you watch that you will say that's who i want to be i wouldn't say on the pro level but i really love trevor lawrence that's uh, fair I like I've always since high school I've been watching him and I watch him in the All American Bowl and and uh, I've always tried to mock my game off for him. I feel like our our type of gameplay, not saying skill level, uh, but our type of gameplay is very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way he can get out of there and run sometimes. I think that, that that reminds me a lot about me sometimes. Not saying that you know I'm anywhere as close to as good as him, but the the style of the game that he plays and the style of the game that I play is. Um, I think pretty similar. I think some people have told me that before. Um, so I, yeah, I, I definitely you know try to watch him play a lot and see the way he he go he flows through the game. So yes, sir. What's something that you want to take away from watching Lawrence exactly when when you're watching his film? Honestly, the way he's just so relaxed. Hmm. Like if you look at him, he's just like you know he he's dropped back and he's just chill. Like a lot of QBs can get super tense and always tighten up in the pocket and you know kind of get a little crazy so i think just the way he can relax and smoothly go through his reads without panicking um the way he can just chill in the pocket and slowly move around and then drill the ball on somebody um that definitely something i look at you know it's funny you mentioned trevor lawrence because i actually had a chance to meet meet him like very briefly last year when clemson came to play syracuse uh-huh. R- really great guy tall as hell too yeah. uh, so pretty intimidating but um uh, not, like I see, like how you'd want to model yourself after, like I like watching him play. Like I see, like I see, like what you see. If you were, if you had a chance to talk to Trevor Lawrence and ask him for like advice on like how to play or perfect yourself, what would you ask him? I would probably ask him more about the off the field stuff, just like being a person, because I know he's such a great person. Mm-hmm. 
and just asking him stuff like that just you know because if you if you've ever seen any interviews with him like he he knows football is such a big part of his life but um you know there's uh, there's other things that are bigger than football so i definitely admire that a whole lot and i definitely feel the same about that like there's bigger things than football and i like to focus my stuff my life around that also and spending time with people and spend time with the right people and but yeah i do that and also just like i don't even know like football wise like i know it sounds weird but like uh, i don't know i don't know that's that's a hard question ah, it's all right man it's all right if you ever get to meet him maybe like the question will pop up you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know back to like oh it's back to Westlake. um Kind of take me through your your um your first start at the high school level. What was it like? Yeah. How did you feel? Yeah. What do you remember? Oh man, the first time I stepped on the field was um first start I got actually was I think against Aikens, mm-hmm. and that was like super cool because I knew I was going in and I was I knew that I was the starter. You know, like this was this was my game. And I went in and played. Um, I came off of a really, really, really good week before. I played Cy Ranch, and I, I just kind of bowled that game. I some really, really good plays, and that was kind of like my coming out game. And it's, um, I really, I felt like I played more like myself that game, and I wasn't so tense like I was in game one. Uh, but that game was, that game was like dream that's come true. You know, like stepping on the field, and feeling like you're the first quarterback to be on that, uh, on that field. It was, it was really fun. But I think, I think my favorite game, uh, because I started most of the game was homecoming the 50th anniversary of Westlake. And I started that game also. And, um, I played really good. I had four touchdowns that game. And I think I only played like the first half. Mm-hmm. So that was a really, really fun game for me. Just cause like, I felt like that was more my game cause I played a lot more. Yep. So, I mean, it's, it was just, it was really fun. I'm really excited just about next season. Cause I know like I don't have to rotate with other guys. Like that freaking tore me apart. Cause I, my whole life I've never had to, go away and drive and then come off the next and watch and wait for drives to play again. You know, like you, you don't really get in the flow. So I'm really excited about next season just being able to step on the field and knowing, knowing what's going on. So Speaking of that rotation, I know you were in competition with Kirkland and Drew for the starting job all season. Both of them being seniors and you as a sophomore, what was that relationship like? Did they ever feel like you were kind of like, you know, this big up and comer looking to take the job, or was it always kind of like a, like 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 symbiotic in the sense of like you worked really well in in helping each other? I think they definitely thought I was like an up and coming quarterback that was not like very like friendly or like not friendly, but like like I guess they didn't. I feel like they wouldn't like me at first just because you know they were both seniors and like they both wanted it. They waited their time. And, Stuff like that, but then at the same time, like we end up being really good friends, all which sounds really weird, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> oh, we're all compete, we're all competing for a job, and we were all really good friends, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Kirkland were pretty good friends, and me and Drew were really good friends. So I don't think any of us would have been nearly as good as we were if we were all by ourselves that season. So I definitely think competing every day definitely helped us. So you still keep in contact with them. Um, every once in a while, not a whole lot. Now, uh, like I was looking through like the re- through your record, like Westlake pretty much blew out everyone, except for Lake Travis High. It was a one point loss, twenty five twenty six, I think. Yeah. For you, like, how did it feel having experienced that first loss? Awful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if you know Kirkland. So Kirkland got hurt, and I played the whole 
second half, and I played really good. And then last drive, we went down the field, got to, like, the 30. And then I just made, like, a bad play, like, on second. Uh, and, like, I threw it. They, like, double. They didn't, they didn't pick it off or anything, but I just, uh, you know, that game was a little – We'll let you with the rest, but we definitely we definitely lost that game. But uh, that was that was a really hard game. Mm-hmm. That was that was a punch in the gut, and I like not like so uh, over exaggerated, but like that literally like hit me in the gut the rest of the season just because I know I could have played better um, on that last drive, and like there was one play when I could have pitched it and I kept it, and there wasn't a hole and. Like that just kind of kept cycling through my head, so that was definitely hard. But what's a hard game for everybody? So what's uh, something that you took away from that loss that you you want to apply going forward into your junior year? To calm down, <laughs> relax. It's still a football game. It's no different than any other game, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I remember I was reading Drew Brees' book one time, and he was talking about he was stepping on the Super Bowl field for the first time, and. He had a bad first first quarter or something, and then he just like sat down for a second. He's looking around and he's just like, "This is just it, this is no different than a, a a normal game, you know? Like it's field same length. We're we're playing the same amount of guys on the team. They're playing the same amount of guys on their side. The time is the exact same." There's, it's still a regular football game, you know. And I think some people can hype it up too much and get too overexcited. Um, that's definitely something just to relax and know it's there's nothing different about the game. I know that you to you know Kirkland went down in that game versus um, Lake Travis. Um, I know that you you also had a you also kind of went down with an injury in the season. But what happened exactly? Um, I tore up my thumb. I got stuck in a face mask, um, and I tore it up a little bit. I didn't end up needing to get surgery, but I was out for a little while. Um, so, yeah, that, that hurt me. I didn't really get to play a whole lot after I healed up. I actually didn't play. Um, it was it was a long recovery, though. It was, so, it's all good, though. It's, it's all good now, and um, definitely helped me prepare for next season. Was it your left or your right thumb? It was my right thumb, but it's mm. completely healed now and no pain at all. And no surgery, like whatsoever, no plate put in or anything. Nothing. All right, cool. And is it feeling any stiff, loose? Like, how's it feeling? Feels great. Feels mm. Mm, better than ever. All right, let's move into like the championship run. Play, uh, being able to like play for for a ring in AT and T Stadium. Uh, before before we go into that, are you a Cowboys or a Texans fan? I mean, honestly, I'm more of a college football fan, but I my dad grew up in Houston, so I guess I'm a Texans fan. That's... But I don't, I don't really, you know, I'm only a Texans fan because he's a Texans fan, <laughs> you know. So, and you know, having being able, being able to play in what's considered, you know, NFL mecca in AT and T Stadium, what was that atmosphere like? Kind of take me through like going in. Um. Yeah. I mean, I only got to do warm ups that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't actually get to play in it. Um, but it, it was crazy. Definitely the craziest game I ever stepped on the field on. Um, just I can say the whole lower level was completely packed mm-hmm. and coming out of the tunnel and there was, it was, it was nuts, especially knowing like, it was just, it was crazy. 
Um, it was unlike anything you can imagine, and it's something you always dream of, um, is run out in a tunnel in front of X amount of people. So, uh, we, have, you been, crazy. have you been able to get your ring yet? Yes, sir, I have. And this might sound kind of like, like a stupid question, but like, kind of describe it to me. Is it everything that you imagined it would be? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it is. It's, it's nuts. I mean, it, it's... I remember Coach Aranda came to our school. He's the head coach at Baylor. And he, he Coach Dodge told me, because he was at LSU, right? Yeah. And Coach Dodge told me that he, he saw our rings and said, uh, that's no smaller than ours are. <laughs> uh, he just got at LSU. So they are definitely crazy. They are big time, big time rings. It's it's something Westlake's been waiting 26 years for. So it definitely, uh, 23 years for. Mm -hmm. So... It was definitely worth the wait. Is it? And, uh, but but they're not going to be as cool as the next two. So <laughs> that's the right attitude. Um, like, so are you going to like wear that thing out for like the whole year, or do you want? Are you going to keep it like in a glass box? Uh, I got them in my room in a little box right now. Uh, we'll we'll see if I wear it around. We'll see. <laughs> Personally, if I, if I if I had a ring like that, I'd just be showing it off, be like, you know, because yeah. unfortunately I got I got a thing for the bling, so you know how it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's move into like your college your college recruiting experience. You've had five starts. You threw for just over six hundred yards, eight touchdowns, and a pick, and you've gone a lot of attention from some major programs: LSU, Auburn, Baylor, Arkansas, like big Power Five programs. As a sophomore, having only played in just five games, like, how do you manage to not let all of that attention from these top programs go to your head? I mean, I've just never, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just don't. Mm. I'm like, I'm just, I don't really focus on, like, my one focus right now is to go and play Win State again. Mm -hmm. um, and I think football, college football offers are just, you know, they're a side part of my life right now. They're not. <clears throat> they're not anything major right now. Mm -hmm. um, I think my biggest goal right now, you know, like I just said, is to stay next year. So I'm working every single day to go do that, and then um, I'm talking to coaches. But like that doesn't change who I am at all. Um, and like, if you you can ask like people around my school, like they, I'm only saying this because they told me this, like. They like they've been really happy. Like I haven't changed as a person at all. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of people can get the amount of attention I've gotten. You know, get super cocky and start acting like they're the stuff and follow some people around. And I feel like I've just done a, a really good job of just being a better person and encouraging more people and using my platform to show others a lot of things. And honestly, I've just stayed grounded. And you know, honestly, the Lord has helped me a lot through it and just being able to. Um, know that football is going to end one day, and I think I think it's been a huge blessing, but it doesn't define who I am. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't. Just a couple offers doesn't make me superior to anybody um, at all in any way. So, I mean, I'm still a person, and I'm just okay at throwing the football. So, I don't think that should ever make anybody better than anybody else, um, in my opinion. You on social on social media, you've kind of come come off as this person who's like very encouraging, who's very uh, optimistic, and always tries to help others. Like, can you yeah. kind of like be more specific in like how you are able to be that kind of person, 
And if there's any like real life example that you can tell me about you being uh, like a leader or step stepping up to help others. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, literally two weeks ago from yesterday, we started our first Bible study. I put together a football Bible study. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got, we got our first 11 guys there and we got, I got my young life leader that I've known for eight years to help start it with me. And it, it's been going great. And that's been super fun. We're going to do a little, little retreat, um, this Saturday and that'll be really fun. We're going to go kayaking and stuff like that. So that'll be really fun. I think just, you know, but my platform that, that I've been given, and it's definitely a way to show light to a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, if I, if I just stood around and always talked about myself all the time, that wouldn't show a whole lot to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, that wouldn't show anything to anybody. That just show that all I care about is myself. And that's not true at all. Like fo- football has given me offers and that's given me that I'm, that I'm starting next year. And I don't really need anything else from that. I don't need to talk about myself. I don't need, you know, I don't need to be talking about myself all the time and bragging about it. Cause mm-hmm. I never do, you know, I, I should be more excited for other people. And that's, that, that's definitely a huge part of what I use social media for. Mm-hmm. So, so you said like helping others and using your platform to try to spread a, a bigger message of goodness. Um, is there anything you do like volunteer work, charity on your off season that you try to help? I know you said like the, the, the Bible work, uh, the, the, the Bible study group, but, um, like, is there anything like, you know, helping out like a food drive or anything like that, that you want to do like volunteer work? Yes, yeah, sir. I've done, I've done some volunteer work and I've, I've done, I've also done like a lot of, uh, I've done like food drives and stuff in my church and, um, volunteering and stuff like that. Yes, sir. I know you're focused primarily on high school, uh, high school play right now, but do you plan to carry that, that continuing like charity work going into your college career? For sure. Without a doubt. All right. I'll end it with this final question. Like, I know that you said that, like, going into junior year, your main goal is to win another chip. But in terms of, like, expectations, whether it's stats, whether it's style of play, like, what what do you expect going forward into your junior year? Honestly, I don't really – I think stats – I'm not, like, trying to have the most stats I could be. I think stats will just come as they are. Uh-huh. Um, so I've – I really want to try to win district again, or win district this year. Um, that's that's my first goal. My first goal is to for playing South at Carroll, which is to be announced, then to beat them and win all three pre- preseason games or uh, non district games, mm-hmm. and then go and win district and beat Lake Travis, and then go win all six games and win the state championship game. That that is my main goal for the season. Well, Kate, first off, thank you just so much for just taking the time to talk with me today i know it was a bit of a longer talk than expected but really learned a lot about you and honestly man i hope you have nothing but the best going forward in your in your junior year thank you thank you you too all right have a good day bro it's all you too once again i'd like to thank Cade for taking the time to sit down and talk with us today and just wish him nothing but the best going forward in his junior season and beyond And remember, for more player interviews like these, you can check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Anchor, wherever you hear podcasts, Inside the Hashes is there. You can also check us out on our social media. On Facebook, we are Inside the Hashes. On Instagram, we are at Inside the Hashes. And on Twitter, we are at Inside Hashes. You can also check us out on our website at www.insidethehashes.com. For player interviews and for Inside the Hashes, my name is Juan Pablo Guadalajara Camargo. We'll see you next time.